Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time for episode 668 of Who Charted, the show where comedians and entertainers and anybody discuss the top five in music and movies. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint Rocktober on our journey back to summer. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, Howard Kramer, and with me as always is Brett. Peter, Pietro, Peter, Morris, Stard. What's up, Stard? What's up? How's it going? How's Autumn Pretty good. I freestyled so that intro as some... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so far, it's pretty good. I almost got the sense that I was supposed to jump in, and then I realized, like, oh, wait, I never jump in at this point. Yeah, yeah it was odd. I, I felt like I was... You need inviting to you to do that for no reason. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I freestyled the intro there. Nice. Uh, so, so uh, we'll see. It's only been like 12 years. It. Yeah. You know, next week we'll go back to reading. <laughs> but um, yeah, autumn so far. I don't know. I like this part of autumn because we have the build up to Halloween. Yeah. It's after that, that for me, it gets dicey. I think uh, the so Halloween far, so thing is, is given to us as a way to just spice up the beginning of autumn. Yes. Make us feel like it's, we're in for a real fun time. Yeah. It's autumn's boob job. It's uh, attached, just as Christmas is winter's boob job. They got a whole bunch of stuff going on. That's why summer is so great. We didn't need to stick in a, you don't need to get presents to enjoy it. That's right. I'm looking forward to this week's Rocktober guest. Super excited. And look, here he comes now. Wow. You know him from past episodes of Who Charted and from the new album. And that's why dolphins lost their legs. It's out now. Go grab it. And it's Island's Nick Thorburn. (laughs) Thank you for waiting for the drop. Yeah. Yeah. I was entranced. I couldn't even. I was speechless. Thank you. Right on. Great to be back. back. Great to be back. Uh, Since you've been on the charts, a lot of things have happened. Um, Taylor Swift rose to power in a way that none of us could see coming. Or maybe we did. Who knows? But uh, it's great to have you back, and we'll catch up on what's going on on the charts. The the Swift uh, movement, it befuddles me, I got to say. I'm afraid to speak about it because I don't want the Swifties to come after me, but uh, I don't get it. I truly don't understand the Beatlemania of it all. Yeah. yeah. We've been going through it on this show, just trying to unpack it. Trying to know, make sense. Figure out like what it means, you know, what, what we're Perhaps looking it's at. Perhaps it's like a comfort food. It's a place of emotional safety in this effed up world. Like it's a place where I people think that's can a big go part and it. it feels safe and cute. And yeah. Whatever floats your boat. I think she speaks to the American white girl sensibility the way that like Bob Seger speaks to like a American white dad. Ah, yeah, there you go. It's the perfect synergy. Yeah, those two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She gets to be. They should tour together. They should. Yeah, they should. Yeah. (laughs) At least do a song. Imagine the demographic in that. Oh my God, it would be game over. Dads and daughters. 
dads yeah. and daughters like My crazy. God. The dads and daughters tour. <laughs> Take your daughter to work day. Dads driving their daughters on Harleys to the uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> A <laughs> uh, lot of lot of white tennis shoes at that show. Hell yeah! Oh my god! Um, all right, so we get into the music chart. Let's do it first. You will wrap the history of recorded music. Yes, your wish is my command. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? GPT? Tunes. All right. Was that hey, off speaking the dome? Of tunes. Uh, no, no. No. That one's, that one's practice. Okay. I guess if I have a beat behind me, I can remember things. Right. But okay. he's not reading the lyrics, right? That is no, a, a memorized. No, that's not reading. Yeah, they're, those are memorized. Nice. I go right. Jay Z on those. <laughs> Never write it down. <laughs> um, okay, we got the top five on Spotify. All right. Um, here we go. Coming in at number five. Number five. I remember everything by Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. Pictures and passing time. Ooh. There we go. Concrete feet in the summer heat. I don't understand yeah. it, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a musical hangover that's it's a bit of a mixed metaphor, but let's breeze right over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Concrete <laughs> shoes is mafia. Where <laughs> are you going there? What was her name? Uh, Casey, that's Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. Oh, okay, right. Have you ever sang a duet like that with the lady where uh, you're going back and forth at it? I did one, one duet with a friend. We recorded it, um, mixed it. It was like a, a single, uh, but it never released it. It was fun. It's it's fun. Like because of her. Did you blame her for not releasing it? Well, it I, just I just didn't know how to release it. Like <laughs> she has a band. She's from New York. Her name's Heather. She has a band called Bo. Really cool band. Mm -hmm. um, B E A U. But um, we didn't. I didn't know how to put it out. But it was <laughs> or what it would be called or what. Yeah. It was just this one off thing. But it's a cool song. One day it'll see the light of day. I hope. I always think that with all these songs that are, you know, collabs and featureings and stuff, it always seems to me like so complicated like legally to put that stuff out and share the rights and right, share right. different labels and stuff like that. I never... You don't know what uh, button to click on DistroKid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever it is. Just leave it blank and then it does like DK127865. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the duet's interesting. I mean, it's like uh, the a guy's voice can sound a certain way on its own, but then takes on kind of a different quality when it's mixed with, uh, you know, the right pairing, I guess. Like uh, the way George, who uh, Dolly used to sing with Porter Wagner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah certain yeah. pairings. Or even not even a gender thing, but like Wu-Tang, you know, where you get like oh, this yeah. flavor of voice and then that flavor of voice. And you get, yeah. you get yeah. this... It activates some part of your brain, I think. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's why Brett, you know, spoiler alert, uh, full disclosure, Brett plays in Mr. Heavenly with with me and Ryan. And um, yeah. we're not active currently, but that's a nice thing where we can have a little bit of those two textured voices, I think. And it's nice for the listener, I think, to hear, hear that and shift. And then what does Star do? Yeah, just kidding. Just I'm kidding. just a support. I'm supporting them, you know. I'll and I'll do some choreography, you know, while they're while they're trading off. Do That's you right. command them to do certain harmonies, like when uh, <laughs> I record with you? Yeah, we just do whatever. No, he it's tells nice. Us. I don't. Yeah, there's no no producing necessary on my part with that with this band. Just play right bass. On. 
I mean, it's been like seven years since we've played a show. Sure. Hey, there was Pandy, you know, everybody lost a few years there. True. That's right. It got weird. Got weird. (laughs) All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. Bad Bunny with Monaco. All caps. Whoa, that's cool. Sounds like the future. Yeah, it sounds so gangster. I mean, that would scare the hell out of you. You're tied up, and a guy's going, Oh, yo, 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 yo. It's like the, uh, giving you a lot of instructions. Yeah. In a language you don't understand. You know that 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 Brando with the cotton in his mouth, you know, just Yeah. Oh. Um, very Brando ass. Do you have any do you have any guest appearances on this new Islands record? Which is fantastic, by the way. Um, thank you. We have some players who jumped in and played. Um Casey Butler played sax oh, on some songs. Good friend. Um, Michael Sarah played piano on one song, Too Far Gone. Mike Stroud nice. pr- um, produced and played on the song Pelican, from Mike Stroud from Ratatat. So we had a few people yeah. coming in and um, adding their, their flavor. Do you have a kazoo guy? We don't. We're actually have a kazoo actively guy? looking for a kazoo guy, if you know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> They're I'll easy to around. tour with. Yeah, the Crosstown Traffic much, guy. Yeah. The, the guy who did Crosstown Traffic, uh, Jimmy Hedrick, she's probably dead. <laughs> Is there a kazoo in that song? I'm pretty sure it's a kazoo. Whoa. That's <laughs> a total new uh, factoid for me. I got to investigate that. Oh, yeah. If we Google that, it'll fall apart, but... <laughs> I want to see. Reason. I want to see the like flight case that the kazoo player brings on tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just giant on giant. wheels, just a beautiful gator case. Yeah, right. With, <laughs> with just one kazoo in it. Yeah, one tiny kazoo in this giant wheeled, <laughs> wheeled case. Um, so. I just got a huge like pedal board case in the mail that I forgot. I ordered it literally years ago. Uh huh. From Sweetwater. Oh, yeah. Our, fr- our friends at Sweetwater. Um, and they just had my my address wrong, and I completely <gasps> forgot about it. Whoa. And then it just arrived yesterday, and it was it's like the last thing I actually need in my life right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. This huge, like, touring <laughs> right, board right. case. <laughs> and then with a little pack of candy that was probably was shipped say, a year, was like, two years ago. Yeah, oh. the, the candy was in there. It's but, like a um, case for your candy. Yeah. Travel case for candy. Yeah, the the taffy that they put in there that is candy nobody wants. Yeah. Um, Do you have a pretty good relationship with your Sweetwater sales rep? I have too good of a relationship. I feel like they're always calling me and asking if I need anything. It's like, yeah. I'll let you know. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Your mic clips. Yeah, my new <laughs> mic clips. Yeah. How's your energy lately? You been eating enough? Like, just, they're all up in it. I noticed you haven't been to the dentist in six months. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all that candy we've been sending you is not yeah. helping. Good uh, dentist. That's where they get you. That's where they get you. Yeah, they're in with big big dental. Yeah. Um, all right. Coming in at number three. Number three. It's Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer. Yeah, inter- you want to just interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah. You can't help it. That's what she does. That's that's what the Swifties do. This, I guess, you know, the synths are kind of cool. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's all very rounded. It's Baby's first, it's, it's very baby's first album. It's, you know it's, what I mean? It's very rounded. Everything feels sanded down. It's very smooth. Yes. There's no there's no sharp edges like poking out anywhere. I don't think that's going to age well. Like, I, I just think we're going to look back on this time as like we went too far. We over smoothed everything. Mm. It's kind of like this <laughs> HDification like where it's like, I need my screen to be 8K. It's like, you don't actually. You don't ah. need to hear th- every detail. Like, we want... 
right. things to be raw and spontaneous. And I think, I think, I think it's going to, I think we're going to have a, uh, a backlash to that. I predict, I hope. I hope so too. Let's get yeah. some gritty stuff going. Yeah. I guess some of the kids are doing the music where it already sounds distorted. Right. That is happening um, too. Maybe that's the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe both can exist. Yeah, JPEG well, I don't Mafia. Like, I don't usually like the way that sounds, unless it's a hip-hop song where it's like, I expect it. Yeah, the new JPEG mm-hmm. Mafia and Danny Brown album has really good, dirty production. Ooh, nice. Interesting. Um, all right, coming in, number two. Number two. Uh, Miski with My Love, Mine, All Mine. She's not going to date a football player with this with this tune. No. <laughs> She's gonna, Maybe a lacrosse player. Maybe <laughs> lacrosse goalie. I kind of I kind of dig her. She's got like almost a Mazzy Star thing. I'm going on. Impressed. This is charting so high. That's amazing. Yeah. Must be in a Halloween movie on Amazon or something. <laughs> something is driving. I feel like I've heard lists. her on TV somewhere. Cool. There you go. Any horror tracks like that on And That's Why Dolphins Lost Their Legs? It's all horror. <laughs> Every track. Well, losing legs is pretty. Yeah, it's grim. Pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, we were talking before the show about, uh, you know, that title. Yes. And you were saying you're about to say something about it. You're saying it's about oh, our origins. Yes. Well, so the, the joke is is you know, 50 million years ago or whatever, dolphins and whales, which <clears throat> are mammals, were once land mammals and they yeah. they went into the ocean. They went, if you think that we all came from the ocean, they took one look around, the joke being that they took one look around at how uh, awful life on earth is and went back into the ocean. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, oh, that's why, because it because life sucks, and that's, that's kind of the the theme of the record is life sucks, ah. and that's why they lost it. So what were they before they were dolphins? They were like dog dog like creatures, dog like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. You got to work say? pretty hard to go back in there and lose your legs. Yeah, exactly. Like you got to work a for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> on, on sanding down those legs. Right, you listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing them on the coral. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah, that that's almost like the spiritual sequel, Howard, to our song TikTok. Yeah, with TikTok, he came out of the water, and then we say he never should have came out. So right, it's a, it's it's just it's a similar uh, similar concept. What, well, it's really interesting it. that there actually did exist a dog type thing that that was right with us was like, I'm going back. Like, fuck this. But I love you guys are on the level. I get, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, isn't there, there's a, um, the bear's closest relative is like the hippo or something like that. Like the, really? the bear's closest relative is, is, uh, is something that's in the water fish or, or something like that. Oh, uh, Oh, walrus. Maybe. Maybe I think walrus. that's what I'm, that's what I'm reading. Yeah, so then you wonder with them. Seal, walrus. You know. Yeah. Maybe one of them was just getting some salmon and just, like, didn't want to come back out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're getting all your food from the ocean, I mean, or the river. <laughs> right. Yeah. That it's was the move be- before emo. You just said F it. <laughs> all right. Coming in at number one. Number one. Drake. I-D-G-A-F featuring Yeet. I'm assuming this is Yeet. There we go. Where's Drake? <laughs> What's he doing? Penny X. Counting money. 
Yeah. Guy's hiding on his own track. I like when the beat hit. Yeah. Yeah, good beat. Pretty heavy. That's cool. I'm a, I'm tired of trap hi hats though. We got to move on from that. Oh, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, those have been around for a while. Yeah, the 808 <laughs> feels like a cliche already. Yeah, we got to find a new a, a drum machine to sample from. It's ridiculous. Um. Yeah. What would be a lesser brand we could go to? Maybe uh, 707. <laughs> oh, yeah. 707. I think I have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. they're not very versatile, but <clears throat> it's fun. Yeah, fun, maybe fun uh, like with. a boss, one of those boss drum machines, one of those things. Yeah, I think we should go back to the little monkey on the drums. That's probably wind, what we should do. Wind them up. Yeah, you know, just have the Joyce. one band. Yeah, the one man band with the monkey. <laughs> it's just old vintagey toys. <laughs> Nick, you use drum machines a lot, right? Do you go back to the eight hundred eight, or do um, you uh, do you have a favorite? I used an 808 on the new record. We used an 808. Um, the producer, Chris Cody, had one at his studio. And it was broken, actually. The snare that you hear on that song, Too Far Gone, off the new record, mm-hmm. is using, we use the 808 snare, which is not typically, people what people use from the 808 is the bass and yeah. um, the hi-hats. But uh, the snare was really, br- had this broken sound, which was really cool. So we used that. Um, and I and the first Unicorns record is all seven oh seven drum machine, um, so yeah, I, I, I like it's a good um, flavor. It's a good uh, ingredient, I think, with live drums to mix in. Yeah, yeah, we've heard uh, over the last few years a lot of the country acts bringing in the eight oh eight and right. the uh, the beats. But it works on some of it. But some of it works. <laughs> Diplomatic it's as good as we can say about yeah. <laughs> most music. Some of it works. You guys have a hard job, man. I would just be trashing everything every week. That's what we do. That's okay. what we do. Good. Yeah. You have no problem trashing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the music chart. Oh, right on. Well, um, yeah, Taylor's still in charge and we'll let you know when she's not. It is the interesting thing about this show, though, where the music chart tends to feel like last week's music chart and like the week before that right. you're kind of like okay right. this is this is a boring period of time isn't it but then when you look back through the show you're like oh wait we were there when this song came out and then that song came out and that actually was an important track and right you, like you kind of only see the importance of, of right right looking right. back sometimes i can't imagine overview. Yeah, what was it like when Wet Ass Pussy came out? Were you guys, did you get it at first? Or? <laughs> yeah, first, I, I remember distinctly, I, I got, of course, the raunch factor and why that, why yeah, that but we had, titillated we had people. Good, but We had a the, good two, three months of that Wet Ass Pussy. In the song case. itself at first felt a little bit like, what's the... Yeah, what's, you the, know, what's, what's the, the huge deal? deal about this song? Yeah. But uh, Yeah, it wasn't Bodak Yellow, but... It, right. it was a different animal. <laughs> uh, but that is the tunes. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Is that a Ronald McDonald cookie jar? Oh, wow. It sure is. Whoa. I'm, Will yeah, you mail it to me? <laughs> Do you want it? <laughs> no, I mean, you don't have to, but it I, is cool. I got I got it at uh, the Rose Bowl like 10 years ago. Oh, it's not, nice. Yeah, I don't use it for anything. just kind of sits there. But. You don't put your cookies in there? I hid drugs there once and then forgot. <laughs> I hid them there and for months and months, I was like, dang, where are those drugs? And then <laughs> found them. <laughs> 
And I mean, I mean aspirin. If anyone, it looks like it looks like Ronald took them. Whatever. Yeah, he's he's blissful. It's funny if a stranger came in and you told them there are drugs hidden somewhere, they They would would probably look there first. They would. Yeah. 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 It's a good place for drugs. (laughs) Hiding in plain sight. (laughs) That's right. All right. Shall we get in the movie chart? Yes. Do it. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with our guest, Nick and Brett. And this is the movie chart. (laughs) Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. For most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are giant movies. Yeah, I had some, uh, I was hearing the beat wrong, so sorry about that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sounded great. After wanna, all that, after all that 808 talk. <laughs> yeah, then I couldn't follow, I couldn't find the kick or the snare. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Coming in at number five. Number five. This is an interesting movie chart this week. I will tell you that. More interesting okay. than the mu- music chart. Coming in at number five. It's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's back? I guess it's back. Re-release. Did you know this came out in 93? I did. That sounds early. Doesn't that seem way early to you? No, that seems exactly when it came out. I remember seeing it in theaters. Yeah. To me, it seems like a 95, 96. I am! There go. it is, the confusingly titled Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's a Christmas it's both movie, a Halloween right? and a Christmas movie. Right. Genius. Yeah, it is pretty brilliant. But when I watch it, I'm looking for a Halloween movie because I watch it in a October. Right. And then they've already got me into Christmas. And they skip Thanksgiving. They're like midwifing you into. Mm. Yeah. But it's freezing right over Thanksgiving. It's true. Yeah. But in Canada, that wasn't a problem. See, I saw this movie in theaters. And in Canada, our Thanksgiving is in early October. So it was perfect for me. Interesting. So in the world market, there are not the same problems. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't there a sort of quasi thing in Canada that you do around Thanksgiving time? Yeah, it's called Thanksgiving. Oh. And it's the exact same, uh, basically. And you're thankful for us taking land from the natives? Basically. It's a little less, it's a little watered down. There's not a like pilgrim settler kind of thing. There's more of a... Just, Just like, gratitude. thank God we have Canada. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank God we have this this bounty. I've, I've been wanting to ask a, a Canadian um, this recently. Do you, What is nippy cheese? I just heard about this. Nippy cheese? I just cheese? heard that term recently. I have never in my Canadian. life heard You've that. You've never that heard of nippy cheese? No. No. Wow. <laughs> no, it should be. Maybe it's an All Ontario right. thing. I'm a West Coast guy so maybe that's, yeah, that's pretty different huh? that sounds like a weird ontario thing is it like bags of cheese because you know they have bags of milk right in canada yeah, i have heard of that yeah i go who with, does that grocery stores you buy these big bags and then you slip it into your jug everyone has a plastic jug at home and then you use the milk from the bag you cut uh-huh. you cut it with a scissor i don't understand but mm. that's how i grew up with milk it Wild. was in bags yeah no other liquid comes like that. It's just milk. But what is, like, you know, no, but what is nippy cheese? I don't know. I've been asking people. I saw, I saw this old Canadian uh, footage. It was like TV, black and white, very like this housewife presenting the idea of a pizza, like for people for yeah. the first time. Maybe it was like the tasty. first time. And she was like, you put nippy cheese on it. Weird. Yeah. Hold on. Sus. What is nippy cheese? It's cheesy dip that blends together extra sharp cheddar with fresh horseradish. I should have made that a oh, quiz. Wow. Damn. That sounds good. Horseradish and cheddar. 
Okay. Nippy. Okay. okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not furious I wouldn't need at it. that. No. <laughs> but if it was on a bowl, if you're at a party and there's like chips and dip and some Yeah, nippy. I might try to dip it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might try to dip it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you don't like horseradish? I do, but I mean, it's, it's, I just know it from like a Bloody Mary or something like that. Mm, I don't like, oh, this food needs some horseradish. Like, right. I don't know. Uh-huh. All right. Coming in, number four. Booze deal. <laughs> number four. Paw Patrol. I'm a wrecking ball. Surf's <laughs> Look at your paws. Now the clumsy pup shoots fireballs out of his paw. A new breed of heroes. Superpowers are real. Hits the big screen. We're gonna need a new name for ourselves. Paw Patrol. I love it. Police propaganda for kids. I mean, you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong. Get them young. Oh my god. I just I did this show just down on Oceanside this past weekend. Oh really? Yeah, and uh, there were these young kids that were at the show, just like skater kids. And um, they just come up after the show, and they're just saying to all the comedians, you got to start slamming the dams. <laughs> like, this is down in Orange County. Okay. Like, these kids just come up. They just look like regular skater little teenagers. They're like, you guys, man, you got to start slamming the dams. What is it? Like, oh, the dams. I the see dams. what you're saying. That's awesome. Yeah, of course. It's Orange County. Yeah, I'm like, wow, these kids are growing up just to thwart everything that the 15-year-olds around here are growing up to do. Uh-huh. Like, they're just right. going to clash in 10 years. Dude, but that's like, wild. I feel like Orange County invented that own the libs attitude. Like they were <laughs> yeah. they were doing so that OC. like in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to school with a lot of those, right. those kids. They're so like, like Republican punks. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Very area. strange. I think that's what makes Blink 182 possible, isn't yeah. it? Is yeah. That, bl- that blending of rebellion, but you're also the, the overseers at the same time. Mm. Right. And you're incredibly suburban. Like Irvine is like the most planned community, I think, in California. Mm. Like it's just a grid and you're. Right. it's like the most suburban place. But then a lot of weirdos come out of that area. But then oh, they yeah. still have their mom and dad's politics. It's very, mm-hmm. very interesting. It is. Um, coming in at number three. Number three. The Exorcist Believer. Good day. Hey, be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine. It's about seven hours ago, and that's the last information we have. Angela, if you can you a horror movie guy, Nick? No, I'm too scared of horror movies. I just saw The Exorcist last week, the original, for the first time. For the first time? Yeah. Wow, what did you think? I thought it was I mean, that's a scary one. Yeah, Yeah, it was cool. I thought it was a great movie. But yeah, I You weren't scared, scared, though? I was spooked, I would say. I was freaked. Um, The Omen is scary, too, from back then, with Damien. Oh, yeah. yeah, I couldn't watch that. No. I feel like um, with The Exorcist, I think it holds up like perfectly well. Yeah. But I do think, I remember from childhood and and pre-internet days where it just felt like it was a real story more. Like in the way it was sold to you and the way everyone seemed to talk about that movie was like, this one's different. Like this, this is based off something that really happened and it's uh, so fucking scary. Yeah. And so that all that like would be in your head as you watched it and right. it just felt like on a different level. Of, yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely on a different level than like your slasher flick, you know, it has right a lot more going on. It has on, a storyline like uh, Rosemary's Baby, same thing. They take a while to set it up. A lot of it seems <laughs> yeah. like a regular movie in a lot of right. ways. Uh, yeah, Rosemary's Baby is is fascinating to watch, like the pacing of it and yeah. the tone of it, how it's just, it doesn't even feel like a horror movie right. until it's the so end. Liberal. Yeah, it's not like yeah, jump scares. It's just like a nice 60s like mm-hmm. vibe for the yeah, most part. Yeah, this girl's going to have a baby and she's excited. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the movie like 30 minutes before and it's 
Kind of a nice yeah. movie. That's where it should end, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't like the horror movies too much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just don't like they. They're, they're going into such dire circumstances. It's like it just feels stressful from the moment you go into the moment you come out. <laughs> totally. It's why I don't like uh, roller coasters either. It's like Same why why put me, yourself? Yeah. Yeah, oh, why wow. put yourself to that? I like both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need the stress. Nope, same. Got enough. <laughs> um, all right, coming in number th- uh, two. Number two. Number two. Killers of the Flower Moon. This one's a big deal. This is Scorsese. Whose land is this? Oh, yeah. Uh, My land. Seems like one of his most important movies in a while. Well, 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 our war hero has arrived. De Niro, DiCaprio, DiGiorno. I read something, though, that... um. Leonardo improvised, you know, like a few scenes and it went very poorly. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, I think Scorsese said something about that. Like, like it huh. <laughs> didn't always go so well. Right. Usually you hear those stories and you're like, my God, he improvised what's the, that. Uh, what's the basic gist on this one? All right, let's see here. At the turn of the 20th century, oil brought a fortune to the Asagi nation. Right, I'm not sure you say that. Uh, who became one of the richest people in the world overnight. The wealth of these Native Americans immediately attracted white interlopers who manipulated, extorted, and stole as much money as they could before resorting to murder. No. Based on a true story. Where is this? In what state? Um, Montana? Osage. I thought it was on the moon. Oh, yes. Oh. The flower, flower moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The natives had, <laughs> they were up there on the moon where they weren't supposed to be. <laughs> and then the government had to go chase them out. It's in Oklahoma. 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 Right, right, right. Yeah. I dated um, a Choctaw from Oklahoma. And uh, a lot of them, it's strange because a lot of them didn't never, didn't start out in Oklahoma. That's uh-huh. where they marched them to. They were forced there, right? Yeah, Trail of Tears. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact dates on that. This is probably, I wonder if it's like, yeah, land that got granted to them in a treaty and then uh-huh. the oil was found. Like Deadwood, a lot of Deadwood right. is about that. They just take, they just keep rewriting the treaties. But it does look exciting. People are excited yeah. about it. I was in a van full of comics heading to a gig, and the one guy goes, I just saw this movie last night. I got to tell you about one scene that's really fucking with my head. And everybody in the van was like, no, shut up. Don't. No spoilers. Like, usually I'm the only one saying that kind of stuff. But this time, everybody was interested. Yeah. You you can tell from the trailer, which usually trailers all kind of suck to me. But this one, I don't know. You can feel like a quality difference. Mm. Feels like it's an important movie. But you um, get a trailer guy on here to debate with you. I know. I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have. A, I don't know. I've heard theories about trailers too, where it's and I believe them. Where it's just like they don't. There's no incentive for the people behind trailers to actually make them oh, to sort of enticing job. and to not spoil things and to give you the perfect amount of information. Isn't the incentive to get you to see it and then they keep getting hired to cut trailers for studios? Right. They (laughs) want you to see it, but also I think there's no, I think they've gotten more and more spoilery. Yeah. um, And they don't care. Like the numbers show that that doesn't matter. Right. Oh, I see. I hate Um, the trend where it's always this musical, everything's cut on the rhythm and there's this like, yeah, the yeah. action has this like percussive exactly. element. It's very. They're annoying. all the same edit. Yeah, it's probably the yeah. same, you know, company that's cutting all of these. But mm-hmm. I find it very annoying. They're like um, those old. Uh, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember years ago at Earwolf. Uh, you know, we we developed sort of our own style of editing and podcasting, and it was very different from radio. And right. in most cases, it's just not so edited to death. 
But I remember this one show we did and this radio guy like in Chicago who was like very like old school radio engineer, he called me up and it was some kind of collaboration. He was like, yeah, just send me the files, man. I got it. And I was like, okay, but we try to do it this way. And there's, there's this and this. He's like, I, I got it. Like, trust me, slice and dice. I know what I'm doing. He said that slice and dice. <laughs> slice and dice. <laughs> and then the, the, what he sent back was so funny to me. It was exactly the old radio, like right. the bone, like coming at you. And it was like, all the edits were so crazy. It's like, whoa, that really is a template that they have that just makes everything sound like that. Sounds urgent and like desperately begging you not to change the channel, right? I mean, it's more intentional <laughs> yeah. when you're listening to and a podcast. And then the little radio voice like coming at you. Yeah. Where they're 97.7. The bone. And yeah. Just yeah. Confetti. Audio. What confetti. a lost moment. Audio where, confetti. Where radio gave way to podcasting. Someone should make a movie. Boogie Nights. Right. Yeah. Let's get the PTA version. Yeah. Um, All right. So, as important as that movie was, you know, Scorsese, it came in at number two. So, what comes in at number one? Taylor. Number one. Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. She knocked Scorsese off the top. Unbelievable. You know why? Because Flowers of the Moon is not an event. And that's what's bringing people back to the theaters is event movies. And this is an event. I bet this is as long as the Scorsese film, too, if not longer. Yeah, I think it it's is. It's like three hours. Three hours. What? It takes just as long to tell the story of Taylor's tour as it does <laughs> to tell that important era of history. She's on top. Wow. She's on top. She went straight from that tour to the movie of that tour to dating yeah. a Kansas City chief. And again, also, this movie is not it isn't it's not like an artistic statement as a as a documentary. It's a rush. It's job. not taking you Slice backstage. It's not hearing the stories behind it or her talking. Right. It's literally just a filmed concert that's it's all like it if is. you couldn't afford a ticket to see yeah. it we don't want you to be mad at taylor movie boom give mm-hmm. us another give us 25 we'll show it to you <laughs> in movie form yeah yeah it's like a day old donut or whatever they sell you at a discount right. well i mean she's setting a new template you know like the way jaws invented the modern blockbuster Mm-hmm. This is probably the new move now. You do the tour, you drop the movie for everyone that didn't see the tour, and it's just a whole new yeah. cycle. But how many people can do that? I mean, Taylor Good Swift co- can do it. Good point. Drake, Bad Bunny. I think Drake, Me- Bad Bunny. Metallica did that Metallica. one time. Okay. But it felt a little bit more limited. The, it was like a theatrical release right. following a tour, but yeah, I mean, nothing. Nothing as big as this. Yeah. Um, uh, I could see Ludacris getting away with it. <laughs> uh, I could see, uh, yeah, Three Six Mafia. Three Six sure. Mafia. Crime Mob, even. Um, ja Rule. Ja Rule. <laughs> Memphis Bleak, probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daz and Corrupt. <laughs> Fat Stained. Joe. That Joe. I think Stained could Big do it. Pun. Big pun. Big pun, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Big Freeway. pun and Stained. Would be <laughs> Big pun and Stained. Right, like the Jay-Z Linkin Park thing. Just like mashup. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Two concert films. It's like the uh, the Pink Floyd and um, Wizard of Oz watching the two <laughs> right. together. <laughs> right. Yeah. Link them up. Link them up. Um, so there we go. Oh. The movie charts. That's what's bringing them back to the movies. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. 
hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify. I'll bet we did. Let's find out. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. Howard's first pick. This is Kaylee with Can't Get Him featuring Glorilla. Cause I'm fucking him You the type of bitch that blow his phone up while I'm ducking him Got him down bad, why you trying to see what's up with him Walk around his crib and just my panties Why you running around in love with him He told me to tap in before he get to tweaking out Mad I never fucked him, no he can't come to the house Side hoes know to keep quiet, why the fuck you speaking out You used to be my biggest fan, what's all this beef about That nigga, that nigga, that nigga Wow. Real talk. Y'all ain't ready. I wouldn't want to be that other girl. Oh, man. No, no, no. No. No, no. There's competition for I that, man. I'm, I think I'm slinking away at that point. Yeah. That sounded great. You know, 15 years ago, I came up with the slang sliming. Like when someone's ah. talking too much, I was like, you got to stop really? sliming. And I just would wow. say it in, I, when I lived in New York. And it's funny that it's like, it's everyone says that now. Do you think you started? No, I, I, I'm not that delusional. <laughs> it could but, have hung around in the hipster community for a while and then made its way, you know, uptown or something. Yeah. I, I think it was just ripe. It was a word that was just ripe to be used. Just in the air. Yeah, it's You're just sliming. such a it's such a great word. Sliming, slime, Damn, just slime. You hear it everywhere. Yeah, I think you made slime happen. I think I did too. I mean, <laughs> slimer probably. Yeah. Sometimes these things or originate in strange places. Yeah. Exactly. Are you calling me strange? That's what it means. That it means you're talking too much. You're sliming. No, I think it means something a little sexier now. Okay. I heard that uh my my friend who's on who, who does a lot of like Broadway singing, she um she was saying in the Broadway, the musical community, the fan community, mm -hmm. you know, cuz you're not supposed to take uh videos of the shows. You're you're not supposed to post them. They're kind of hard to find a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. She was saying that the code word online is slime tutorial. Wow. Yes, yeah, so no, I saw that. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, maybe no, I told you about that. No, no, I was, I was, uh, I was Googling something and it said slime tutorial. I, this yeah. might have been another show. Yeah. So, you know, if you're good, if you're YouTubing slime tutorial, off. that's how you find the, you know, underground footage of, really? the, of the musical you want to yeah. watch. But now the yeah. secret's oh, that out. was your story. Yeah. That can't still be a thing, right? I think it is. I don't think I'm, uh, you know, big enough to like ruin this. Okay, yeah. This whole black market. Stop snitching, man. Hey, yeah. I got a, <laughs> I got the definition on sliming. Oh yeah. When you eat nippy cheese. <laughs> That's it. Just kidding. But I have it for real. When you have a girlfriend, but you mess around with your side hose, I'm about oh. to start sliming. Oh, there so you it's go. Like, almost like being a slime ball. Right. Okay. Wait, I got another one that you don't know about. What's that? What is smexy? Sexy Mexican. <laughs> that's the first thing I that's thought. That's a good. <laughs> or uh, that's my. Hmm. But it is something else. Smexy smell. Uh, maybe you smell Mexican food. Interesting. And, uh, while you're having sex, it gets you really hungry. <laughs> yeah, while you're having sex, you rub Mexican food on. Uh, no, it is actually uh, smart and sexy, and it uh, oh, it was launched. Smexy books. Oh no, that's just side stuff. But anyway, smart and sexy. Smexy books. <laughs> it said Smexy books was launched. There's a whole provide, publishing house to provide reviews of romance novels. You go to I Smexy see. books. 
Right. You want the writing quality to be a bit better, but still horny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a really romantic word. I could see that. Yeah. Up, it's definitely going to catch on. You're, You're really smexy. <laughs> oh, he called me smexy. If he calls you smexy, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a hate crime or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A slur. On bended knee, Colin called me smexy. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> coming in at number four. Number four. This is my pick. I just heard this one. Uh, my Lady of Mercy with The Last Dinner Party. pretty cool i like it she took us into a couple different places there yeah definitely Mm -hmm. sounds a bit like lena lovich i don't know if you remember her but a cool vocal style Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah i liked how the yeah the verse was like this kind of angular weird sort of art art arty thing and then it went into this big heavy chorus that i Mm -hmm. didn't see coming um Pretty cool. I'll be checking them out. Stuff, heady stuff. She's like a a Saint Vincent or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, come in at number three. Number three. This is Nick's pick. This is a remix. Fat Tony, BKNY. Takes a second to drop. Not from Houston, but I rap a lot. So with the bomber clock, I'm from Brooklyn. I wear tempted shorts, I'm from Brooklyn. My best stop, bitch, aligned you up, and my browns are bitch, be jinxing. My flatbush, bitch, be scamming. My canarsie, bitch, be fucking. My bush, bitch, cook me rice and beans, and my wings, but bitch, don't do nothing. No, I don't root for the Mets. Grew up in Brooklyn like fresh. But my feet lies with the string tied. Watching low lights and descents. Came up in the projects. Got my niggas just about the relic. Guess I guess it up a little then. House party, biggie, biggie, give me one more chance. Cops came, shut it down. Somebody got shot again. Used to buy my Easter clothes and see I take the F line to the last stop. Bring a hot five while I still want F. Take a hit, sir. Save the arcade. And my favorite gang used to be in the detergent. Shit, all niggas down by you to the info. Cause school and fucking hoochie, man. I should be someone who's a fucking fan of DJ Kushi. Drop a lot on them. You bitch, you couldn't blame me, man. I said, you're looking to it. Shout Houston. Shout Texas. Shout Tom Cruise. Bad shout Tone. It's like I wrote the first. Sounds cool with those keys behind it. Yeah, yeah, great sample. Uh, made by Tom Cruise, uh, not the actor, the <clears throat> producer. And then that's Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, not Fat Tony, but he's jumping on the remix. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had skills. He's good. Maybe he took some shots at the Mets. I like that too. Yeah, <laughs> they always right. lose. Do you like hockey, Howard? Um, I just started to follow within the last sort of year and a half is the really? the Kings, the LA Kings. Okay, cool. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Do you? I don't. I'm Canadian, and so it's always like expected oh. that I am, but I truly don't follow it at all, at all. But oh, okay. there's this rapper from LA that's really good called Shaman Cassette. And He's a good hockey player? He, all he raps about is hockey. Every, oh, really? Yeah, like every song has a hockey reference. It's amazing. Um, I'll check that out. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, you, you know, um, if you're trying to get into any sport, it always just you're better off with the local team because you're just going to always hear about them. Yeah, and, and and you could hear it on the you know local right. media or whatever. Yep, true. So uh, that would be the starting point, I would say. If you're trying right. to get into hockey, pick the local team. I could never. I always enjoyed going to to the games, matches. What do you call it? Uh, I would always go to Sharks games and stuff. It's so fun. Oh, yeah, but so I could never that. watch it on TV. Yeah, it's great. Best sport live. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm. Cop- and totally. Kopitar, the best guy in the Kings, he just listed his house for $37 million. 
Whoa. You wouldn't think those guys are making that kind of Yeah, I, I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah. I went to a Kings game once. My friend somehow scored these tickets that were like right behind the glass. And we took a bunch of edibles before, which was like a huge mistake. But it was like <laughs> sitting there behind the the glass just out of my mind. And then when the, <laughs> when the puck hits the glass <laughs> close to you, it's Whoa. like you feel like you're in warfare yeah. or something. It's and when they the most intense the- thing ever. Yeah. yeah so bang on the so violent. It's so shocking. It's yeah. so fast it's too. It is cool. fun to watch live. So fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They like uh they're only out there for a few minutes because yeah. it's so you know tiring to go that fast up and down. Yeah. Exciting Do they still stuff. fight a lot? Yeah. Do you see yeah, that on they TV? Allow the fights for oh, sure. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of exciting uh, new rookie guys. There's like 18 year olds and stuff that just do insane new shit. So it's cool. New shit. Yeah, like there's a thing now where they carry the puck like on their stick for a second before they really it in. Yeah, whoa, this this crazy shit. And it's also it's a lot less. um, They give room now to the genius guys to do their work. Like it's not like it was 20 years ago, where just like they'd send in an enforcer to just smash a guy. Right. Like now they have (laughs) all these talented guys, like Steph Curry type guys, so they want to be able to do their thing. Do more like dazzling. Tactical yeah. things. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I want to see that. Um, okay. Coming in at number two. Number two. This is my second pick. This is uh goat with I became the unemployment office. sure cool this was a hard album to pick a song for this show off of like i feel like the album is more of a trip to listen to but i highly recommend it it's so, uh some it really cool like shit it on it yeah it has like a spaceman three kind of mm. psychedelia it's cool stuff some of their stuff is more like like a lot of like kind of african rhythms to it mm. um Sounds like it's from some other age. Cool. You know, like it's a really degraded kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Hard edges. Cool band. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. And it's a cool animal too. Shout out to goats. Demonic. Oh, yeah, goats. They got those sideways eyes. Yeah. I don't know how they got those. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> dolphins got their sideways eyes. <laughs> yeah. My next album. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, are there any other animals with those sideways eyes? Maybe a turtle or a snake? No. Oh, maybe. Sideways eyes would be a good ballad. Like hungry yeah, eyes. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> like far away eyes. Or stones. like, yeah, you're, look, you're like sliming, you know? Right. Oh, looking on the side. Yeah, <laughs> for a side chick. Yeah. Mm, sideways sideways eyes. eyes. Better than short eyes. We know what that is. <laughs> uh, okay, coming in number one. Number one. Howard's final pick. This is a little band called the Rolling Stones with Get Close featuring Elton John. I didn't know it featured him. Great drum sound. I was chatting with a ghost Once a hundred and a 
How did you guys I love feel? It. it sounded like a Stone song, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. That one stood out to me too, and I, I haven't heard the whole new album, but I really like it. I mean, I've I've I like it. I don't know. It's good. We, I've heard a lot of the classic rock, you know, when a, a old band makes a record. Yeah, this is this is it's really different. one of the best ones. It's like it's yeah. really alive, and um, it doesn't sound like stale. Like oh, we're mailing this in at all. Like, no, yeah. I hear a new. It's so crazy. Like the, the Stones have always been that band you talk about as being like old guys and wow, yeah. they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. But like, it's almost getting beyond crazy at this point. Cause they're like they're 80, no, this, 80 years old and they're this, putting out an album that sounds like rejuvenated and Mick Jagger sounds younger somehow than he has in weird. like 30 years. Yeah. Super strong. Like he's like sort of screaming again. Like he's, huh. yeah. he's, he's going for it. It's crazy. Huh. So I, I assume that they had gotten like a, a young producer that somehow understood their sound or something. But then mm. I looked it up. There's this guy, Andrew Watt. Do you, do you know about him, Nick? Vaguely. Uh, I've, I've heard his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, a producer guy. And he did, uh, I forget the other records he did. But he but does young like, stuff, like, right? I mean, this is. He, yeah. He, yeah. No, he's like a 31 year old guy. Right. And he just produced a Stones album. I mean, that's pretty crazy. And um, he said that he he wanted it to be live. Um, he wanted it to have low end. And then yeah. he said he made Keith finish everything he was going to do before he brought Mick in to sing. Because he said that Stones is Mick fitting into Keith, not Keith fitting into Mick. And I was just like, wow. You know what I mean? This I wouldn't have had it. it. You know, if I... I would have just been like, uh, do something that sounds like honky tonk women. Like right. I wouldn't have had a, <laughs> an overview yeah. like that. You right, know? right, right. But that was pretty impressive. And then I don't know the album. It really just sounds like a alive. You know, it's just is he sound the like, is he the one who did that last Ozzy album? Um, I think he might be. Maybe so. I'm trying to think of who. There was another. There's another example of where I'm like, how did you? Yeah. Coax this voice out of Ozzy. Like out of Ozzy, you're making yeah. him sound younger than he has. He's in like years. the the boomer whisperer or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he must be he, he's got his finger on the pulse. I mean, even guys. when uh when Rick Rubin recorded Johnny Cash, he still sounded old. Like how how are they getting these guys <laughs> right, right. younger? I know that uh, seriously, Johnny Cash was probably this age when he did that. But he you was, know? but I think Rubin was going the other way with it. He was like, right, let's right. paint you as this frail old man. Right. Uh, yeah. It's no trick. Telling your last story before, like you feel like he's on the brink of, which, so yeah, this is going sure. in the other way, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This it's crazy they can do it. Yeah. There's I, some, you know, they got their ballads in there, but I mean, it, I feel like it, it satisfies all the, checks all the boxes when you're looking for a band to, recapture their classic sound and mm-hmm. um you know not go off in some new direction right. but kind of just do what they d- did so well as best as you could expect you know yeah good for them um may they ever stones guy 90s. nick or not so much um i am not really i have a i have a fairly big blind spot for the stones but um i like their failed uh Sergeant Pepper's album, Satan. Yes, Satanic I like Majesty's that too. Request. Her Majesty's request. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. great. I think that's really. Great. I always think that gets it gets bagged too much. Like I understand in in context at the time, yeah, it was a shameless Beatles ripoff. Yeah, and I don't think they could sustain that. Like it yeah. wasn't very authentic to them. Yeah, but it's got some great songs on. Yeah, it. Totally. like they're pretty good at pretty good at it. Totally. Yeah. No, I respect, but it's not. They're not like my guys. You know. Yeah. Um, I want to hear the kinks. Maybe Andrew Watt should produce the kinks. Well, that'd be cool. Are you thinking because yeah. Alan Watt, the kinks song? That, no, David Watt. <laughs> yeah, see, David that is really oh, sorry, David Watts. I'm thinking of Alan yeah, Watts, yeah. the philosopher. <laughs> the philosopher yeah. guy. <laughs> Get him Watts, involved too. Yeah. No, but yeah. I mean, even when <laughs> he can write the lyrics. <laughs> when I heard the Stones, I was like, oh, they got to do that with Van Halen. And then I was like, oh, I can't oh, do it with Van Halen. Oh. Yeah. It's a shame. Everybody's <laughs> got to go sometime. Yeah. But they did bring back Bill Wyman and Charlie Watts. Or is that possible? They're still alive? Wait. I, re- I read Wyman is that, on this? Like on a couple of the tracks, they have the original rhythm that. section. 
Really? And they also have Stevie Wonder on the album for on something. I don't know what. Have you ever heard uh, Bill Wyman's solo record, A New Fashion? Uh, yeah, the French. What's the yeah, French? Uh, yeah, we listened Je, to that Je one. Rockstar. Yeah. Just so, good. Rock, so good. Yeah, so, so good. So good, yeah. Yeah, we actually, we listened to that song on this. It was uh, in, uh, on the on, show. Uh, you did. Yeah. It's a great, great, like, hidden gem totally. of that time. Yeah. Yeah. The title track is awesome, too. Really good. I'm re-listen to that. But good stuff. He also, what did you say, Short Eyes? I think he married a 13-year-old, so anyway. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't does he mention something about that in the song? Yeah. Didn't we find, like, there were some weird references in, in the song? That one or a different one? That's a yikes for me. That's a yikes. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't know that Bill Wyman was on this. That's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I heard. I saw something with Keith saying that even like losing, um, losing Charlie almost like made him closer with Mick again. Just being like, oh, I got this like best friend who does. The, you know what I mean? I like, see that? Right. They Let's almost like that. went into the album harder that yeah. way. Yeah, puts things into perspective. Yeah, too much perspective. Too, too much, much fucking perspective. perspective. Too much <laughs> fucking perspective. <laughs> uh, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Nick, super fun to have you back on. So glad to be here. Uh, you guys are everybody great. Everybody should go get the album. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if you're asking me, album. yes, you should um, go and get that's the album. When get the vinyl. Yeah, go get it. Get the vinyl. Any NFTs uh, attached to that one? <laughs> we Every song has been minted on uh, the blockchain. <laughs> I'm holding out um, hope. Yeah. Slurp? Is there like slurp juice with it or... Is that a is new? <laughs> what is? It wasn't that a. It wasn't that a, a bored apes thing. You get like slurp juice or oh, something. Slurp Fuck. juice. Yeah, yeah I dude. I just, <laughs> I just saw bored apes beer at the at the liquor store two days. ago. Really? Oh wow! It's like you know, hard. I feel like now you it's just a it brand. Up. Now it's just yeah. a brand. You know, it's picked like it up and we dropped got our it. Name out there. That'll be a like a. It's so solidly 2022. Yeah, like it's amazing. I went as a bored ape for Halloween last year. Wow. And I saw a picture of that, like, oh my God, that was all last year. Oh and it my just God. Belongs in last year. Yeah. 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 So Historical. Funny. You should get that beer. It'll be a relic. They had a fast food restaurant too in uh, like 30 miles south of here. Um, the Bored Apes. Bored fast Ape. food. Yeah. They should um, all be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's when dolphins lost their legs. Go out and get it, gang. And uh, start. How about you? You got anything to promote? Yeah. Um, the Neighborhood Listen is coming back. It's, uh, we just put up a bonus episode on on CBB World. So go to ComedyBangBangWorld.com. Check that out. Uh, go to ImprovForHumans.com. We just launched a new website that has a lot of cool stuff on it. And, uh, of course, go to whochartedpod.com and you can support this show and you can hear the entire archive over 666 episodes and all oh, the yeah. premiums, streams, all the two charted, and we still do two charted every week. You can unlock that. Absolutely. And check out Grift Tours with Megan Beth Keister and myself and all the other programs. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted. Charted.